Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal fans, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ. 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I wish you a very happy Saturday. This morning, longtime friend of the Pet Place, Russell Taylor of Majeska Ranch Rescue, will be stopping by to deliver the always entertaining news of diverse animals. He has everything. Horses, rabbits, chickens, ducks, pigs, you name it, at his sanctuary, which is his home ranch, actually. If you've never heard Russell tell his tales, you are in for a treat. And after our halftime break, Debbie Regal of Petopia will be stopping by to fill us in on the success they're having with their homeless pet adoption center in a mall. They opened their doors a little over a year ago, and public response has been phenomenal. So don't touch that dial, and we'll be back on KJAZZ 88.1. FM after a quick message from the station. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and with me now from Majeska Ranch Rescue is Russell Taylor. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, madam. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I'm so glad that you came back to the Pet Place because I always have so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. Hey, you have some uh, interesting residents right now who are on the gigantic side. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. It, it's strange when you're doing animal rescue and it's not a specific breed rescue. It, it goes it seems to go in cycles. Sometimes we seem to be full of small dogs, and sometimes it's big dogs, and... Right now, it's the latter. Ah, a lot of big dogs. Tell me about them. Uh, yeah, we've got six Great Danes right now, and, and wow. people might think, well, did you take them all together? But we didn't. They've come from all sorts of different places. And, uh, wow. Um, that's a couple of them, you know, sad stories, but you know, that's the nature of rescue, I suppose. One of them was uh, was hit by a car in Orange Circle in Orange County. Aww. And uh, that's Hannah, and she had her leg all smashed up. She's only a year old. Wow. Um, when we took her into the vet, uh, they said, hey, it's surgery, and the surgeon thought it may be too bad to do, and he may have to take the leg off, but he said he'd give it a try, and anyway, he's managed to save the leg, and so she's recovering, and has a little bit of a limp, but uh, but seems a very happy soul. Ah, oh, that's great, and she's Remember only them? a year old? Yep, yep, only a year old, and wow. she, she's very, very pretty, very pretty, and then we've got one that came in that's... Uh, um, Got a very bad case of mange, but it's demodectic mange. It's not. It's not infectious, um, but it does take a long. It can take four to six months to cure. So, wow. um, so we're giving medication every day, and um, yeah, in a, in a, in a, probably in about another three months, she'll be ready to uh, to go and get a home. She's, oh, okay. So you're gonna um, do the treatment all by yourself then, before you even think about placing her. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. We'll make we'll make sure she's healthy before we 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 don't place dogs that are, that aren't aren't well. It just that doesn't doesn't seem the right thing to do somehow. Well, that must cost you a fortune, Russell. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. My my, um, my my plans for retirement in my large mansion in Laguna Beach seem to have um, <laughs> uh, seem to have evaporated. <laughs> so, in exchange for a large mansion in Laguna Beach, you have 
the wonderful work you do with dogs and other animals at Majesca Ranch Rescue. Yes, yes. So we have a lot of dogs and we have cats and then we have horses and goats and pigs. In fact, at times we've had as many as 14 horses, but right now we've got one because we've adopted, we've adopted out all the rest. We just adopted a couple out a couple of weeks ago. And uh, one of those was a, came to us. It was found somewhere in the Inland Empire in a 10 by 8 stall with no food and water, just abandoned. Aww. Looked like uh, it had big bear patches on it. Um, looked in terrible, terrible shape. Uh, but when once we'd spent six months feeding him up, he, he's a Morgan, by the way, for those of you who know horses, and he was just beautiful. And so yeah. he's got a home now in Orange Park Acres, and he's being ridden in the arena, and he's Aww. very, very happy. But, uh, you, I mean, literally, people look at the pictures of the, of him, the, the sort of then and now pictures and just can't believe it's the same horse. That is he was, he was fabulous. Lovely. Wow, I um, love hearing all of your success stories, and you have a lot of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we've done over 7,000 adoptions in the past, uh, what is it, 13 years. Amazing. Um, but, uh, and it's just you and your wife. Sorry? And it's just you and your wife. Uh, me, me and my wife and, and some volunteers. We have some volunteers help okay. us. But, uh, but it's, it's based, it's, uh, what's different about Majeska, for those of you who don't know it, is that the rescue is at our home, basically. We've got four acres in Majeska Canyon, and the dogs all live in the house, and the cats. And, uh, and they yeah, all sleep on your bed. Yeah, they're not caged and traded. <laughs> yep, they sleep on the bed. They sleep wherever they like. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it's difficult for me to get in. <laughs> and, and the, in fact, the, the other day I just wrote a... I, I write stories that I send out sometimes. And I wrote one yesterday and sent it out. And we, I was out, we have buckets of water outside, obviously. The dogs can go in and out at their will. And, uh, but when I clean out and fill the buckets every morning... I'm, I'm on my knees doing that because the, the faucet is quite low. Mm-hmm. And I've got six Great Danes around me <laughs> licking my head, licking my nose, <laughs> licking my ears, and also trying to drink the water from the faucet. I thought, well, what is it about running water? They've got to stick their head under the running water. and uh, you know, So I end up soaked to the skin, of course. Oh, <laughs> and it must be freezing up there now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's, it, in the mornings, it's a little cool right now. I think it was 43 when I left home oh, this morning. Oh, bear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, has, it has its compensations. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And, and I thought, uh, but, but I thought since uh, I've got to go to England tomorrow and see my mother, so I thought maybe I'll just bring them all round to your house. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband would be thrilled, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he mentioned it. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Hey, you have some kitties right now, and, and I know that um, that the ones that that you emailed me about are kind of special. Can you tell me about the uh, two yes, American yes, they're called, curls? they're called American curls, which is a uh, a particular breed. Uh, it's actually something that was uh, uh, they they were initially bred in in America, uh, and they're white with fur that's just like silk, uh, and they have ears that look as if someone's got hold of them and bent them at 90 degrees. They're strange ears, but they're lovely, lovely cats and, uh, and very expensive if you get them from a breeder, but we've got a couple right now and uh, we've had them a little while and surprisingly we've put them on our Facebook, I've sent flyers out about them and, and nobody's adopted them. You know, and some, oh. Sometimes you just think that's... Sometimes people adopt animals that you think are going to be difficult to adopt and other times you've got glorious animals and you and you scratch your head and think well why isn't there a line of people outside waiting for them well how old are they uh they're they're quite young i think they're a couple of years old oh they're babies practically 
Yeah, they're stunning, still stunningly beautiful. They are beautiful, wow. beautiful, beautiful cats. Are there pictures of them on Facebook um, and on uh, your website? We've had pictures of them on Facebook, and in fact, what I'll do is uh, I'll get them posted on Facebook again today. Oh, okay, that'll be fabulous, because yeah. I know anybody who's listening right now who's interested in some nice, beautiful cats, do they need to be adopted together? Is that possible? Uh, yes, yes, yeah, they need to go together. They're, they're, okay. they're family, and they're, they're together, and they... They seem to be uh, they seem to be buddies, but uh, okay. they're they're really stunningly. I mean, when you put your hand through them, it's like just running your hands through silk. It's wow. just they're so, so soft. It's incredible. And and sometimes your know, specialist cats uh, don't have very good temperaments, but this these are just wonderfully friendly. Oh wow! And do they get along with the Great Danes? Uh, well, no. We, 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 although I'd like to say that we mix the dogs and the cats, we don't do that. Oh, okay, um, we, okay. We keep them separate, mainly for safety reasons. Sure, because sure. Uh, since we do get you know new animals in from time to time, it, it will be difficult to evaluate. You know, as well does this dog get on with cats? Does that dog get on with cats? Okay. And uh, yeah, it would be a, a stressful situation. So we we have separate areas for them. Okay, that, that makes sense. And what is your most unusual animal right now up at the ranch? Um, we don't have anything weirdly exotic right now. Oh, oh, we've got a couple of chinchillas. Oh, tell our listeners uh, what chinchillas are. Yeah, and uh, they're they're very cute, and uh, they they're strange animals in that they uh, you have to bathe them in this special powder every now and again. Um, and that's how they clean themselves. But again, they, they have incredibly, incredibly soft fur. Wow. Um, so we've got a couple of chinchillas in their cage, and they're uh, interesting little things. They're like Very a couple of pounds. Sorry? They're, they're like a couple of pounds each. Uh, yeah, yes, I'd say that, yes. They're like, um, uh, they're, sort of, they're about half the size of a rabbit, I suppose. Okay. And uh, what kind of temperament do they have? Um... I, I, I would I, I would not say that they were sit on your lap and pet them. Okay. So that they they have uh, they have sharp teeth and uh, yeah, if they choose to they can nip you. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they're not they're not nasty. But, okay. uh, but but they're not uh, you know they're not laptop and carry around in your top pocket type of animal. So they're, they're not they're, a good pet for a little kid then. Uh, no 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 I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that. I'm sure some people do. Uh, but uh, that's not what I would recommend. Yeah, I think you need to be um, uh, yeah, at least a, a teenager or an adult for these, I would say. Okay. And you had an interesting thing happen not too long ago where you got a call about an old shepherd in the Orange County shelter. Can you tell yes. me about that? Yes, that's a, uh, I think it's an, an interesting, an illustrative story. Um uh, a dog had been taken there, and we were contacted by another rescue who wanted this dog saved, but they couldn't manage it themselves and asked if we could do it. So, and that happens a lot, actually. Um, and so we went and managed to get this dog out. It was, a, it was an older shepherd, uh, not, not in terribly bad shape, but, you know, but, but, you know needed a little TLC. Um, but it, it turned out that this dog was from Los Angeles. Wow. And somebody had picked it up, but then taken it to Orange County Shelter. And uh, whilst you know, one understands that the uh, the motive for doing that was probably very good, that the problem was, of course, that the owners had lost the dog and were very upset at losing the dog and were looking for the dog. But, of course, they were looking for it 
in the L.A. shelters. Sure. Not in, so, so they didn't even know it. Was, they didn't think to look in Orange County shelter. You really uh, have and, to and take it, a pet to the sh- closest shelter where you find it because that's uh, going to yeah. be most likely the shelter where the owner is looking for it. And you can exactly. always adopt exactly. it out of that shelter and put it into a rescue if the owner doesn't come, but you have to give the owners the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yes, exactly. And and it's a difficult one. I know some people don't even like taking the animal to the shelter, but then you've got that terrible dilemma that if you don't, the owner may well be looking for it. Exactly. And, and where are they going to find it? I mean, this it was pure happenstance that we managed to you know, connect the dots with this one. Well, I'm and, glad and, it and got the, back uh, safe and yeah, sound. Yeah, and the owners came all the way down to our place in, in Majeska wow. uh, to pick up the dog. And, you know, the dog, they were teary-eyed to see the dog, and the dog was, you know, frantically happy to see them. And I hope they gave you a huge donation. And, Russell, before I let you go, how can our listeners uh, donate to Majeska Ranch Rescue? Um, they can go uh, online. What we've got, uh, uh, they can donate online at majeskaranchrescue.org. That's uh, M-O-D-J-E-S-K-A ranchrescue.org. And there's a donate button on there, and you can donate uh, once or regularly, um, or they can uh, they could always uh, email me uh, if they need information on that. Best to email me at Russell R U S S E L L at MajeskaRanch.com. Excellent. Well, happy holidays to you, and thanks for and being you. on the show. Thanks, Marie. Take care. You too. We need to take a very quick break now, but when we come back, Debbie Regal from Petopia will be talking with me about a fabulous new way to adopt homeless pets. All this and more coming right up on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and with me now is Debbie Regal of Petopia. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. Hey, you have a very special animal rescue that keeps you quite busy, and I I understand that you're actually in the middle of uh, taking a little kitty to a veterinary hospital right now for a little emergency. That's right. We found a kitty who's uh, spiking a little bit of her temperature, and Dr. Shazad, our wonderful vet, has taken her right away into his care. Wow. Running a rescue is a very, very busy kind of occupation. How did you get involved in all this? You know, years ago, a cat followed me home, and um, that that's what started it. <laughs> I saw, oh, my God, there's homeless animals out there, and nobody wants them. Uh-huh. So, and and uh, for 40 years now, I've been doing this. Wow. Wow. Well, Petopia hasn't been around 40 years, has it? No, Petopia hasn't been. Petopia just, uh, we just celebrated our first anniversary this November. That's what I thought. And and we started Petopia because we wanted to invite other groups to show their animals for adoption in case they didn't have a place to do that. Ah, very nice. And and you're actually in a mall, right? Yes, we are. So it's a storefront. It looks like a pet store, so all those people who run around malls thinking that they want to go to a pet store, they'll see you instead of one of those terrible puppy mill pet stores. Exactly, and our name is Petopia Animal Rescue, (laughs) so we make that very clear. Ah, that's fantastic, and the reason I say that is because puppy mills are really notorious for abusing, neglecting, and just having terrible conditions, and, and they seem to be 
who supplies regular old-fashioned pet stores. And, exactly. And these animals often have genetic disorders or serious health issues. And on top of that, they just encourage the overpopulation of pets by having all these puppy mill breeders breeding more and more pets, which we clearly don't need because there's millions that are destroyed every year because they don't have homes. That's right. So That's where we come in. That's fantastic. And you have to pick up the overflow of humanity's irresponsibility. You know, I don't think all of the rescue groups in the world could pick up that overflow, but we do our best. And it's amazing. So how many pets have you uh, found homes for in the year that you've been operational? In the year that we've been operating Petopia, um, I would say about 250. Ah, fabulous. Look you know, the, we're look, very happy. That's a, that's a wonderful record. It is a wonderful record. I mean, when people think about adopting a pet, I mean, you're not going to get thousands of people going into a store every day to adopt a pet. Exactly. So 250 in a brand new venture, that's quite commendable. I'm pretty excited about that. Thank you. And is it dogs and cats or just dogs? It is dogs and cats. Okay. So how are the kitties responding to being in this environment? Oh, they're loving it. People walk in, they say, oh, my God, can I live here too? <laughs> it's cage-free. They really? have big, huge rooms to run around and play in. Awesome. Shelves and cubbies and cat trees and free feed and bottled water, you name it. Oh, that sounds really cool. Do you have a website that shows pictures of Petopia? We do. Um, we can be seen at the Petopia Animal Rescue website and Valley Cats website. And and what are the actual web addresses? Um, ValleyCatsInc.org, and I believe the other is PetopiaAnimalRescue.org. Wow. Now, if somebody was at the mall and they came in and they were visiting, can they just go ahead and adopt a pet right then and there? No. We screen our potential adopters. Uh, We do home visits before they get the animal. We want to meet their pets if they have any. And, you know, we want to be comfortable with them, and they need to be comfortable with us. So we can take anywhere up to a week. Okay. Well, I like that you do that because... I wouldn't want to think that people are coming in and just impulse buying, seeing a cute animal and saying, I want it, because ultimately what happens, not all the time, but what happens frequently when somebody just impulse adopts or impulse buys is they realize it was more of a responsibility that they bargained for. And then they either neglect the animal, leave it out in the backyard, or or just not give it enough attention, or turn it over to a shelter, or just dump it somewhere, or or worse. So I'm glad that you make sure that people are truly ready for the commitment they're taking on. Right. And any time in the lifetime of that animal, we would take it back if they couldn't keep it or don't want it. Okay, and hopefully that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, really... we, ju- we just took two back after nine years. Oh, no. You know, you know it's a sad story. Uh, you know, in this economy, the poor guy lost his job and, and his home, mm-hmm. and so we we took our kitties back. Well, I know it's rough. I, I worked at the Orange County Animal Shelter for many years, and I used to say I could never, ever work at the front desk because... Well, we actually had Theo Lacey Jail right next door to the animal shelter. 
And I'm pretty sure that if I worked at that front desk listening to all the excuses people had, which were, you know, frequently, I'm getting new carpet or I have a new couch and I don't want dog hair on it and that sort of thing. Well, we hear all that, too. I I would have ended up at the jail. I know it. (laughs) It's It's hard. It's hard. I'd be in the cell next to you. (laughs) (laughs) Or the worst. When somebody comes and they bring a pet that's obviously their own pet, and it's looking at them going, hey, hey, we're going out on an adventure. What are we doing, I Dad? Know. You know, and, and then they say, I found this dog. And, I know. And it's that not is why mine. we microchip every one of our animals. Ah, they cannot good. get away with that. Okay, okay, good for you. Although yeah. if, if they are that bad that, you know, they would say that they don't even know the animal, then it's better well, they're not going to get it back, but we know who belongs to the animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. But it's <laughs> nice to know that there's people like you out there trying to find forever homes for these little guys. And and how do you get your animals to begin with? I know you work with other shelters and rescues. We do. I would say that 90% of our animals do come from all the city shelters. Oh. Uh, in the city, uh, in the valley, uh, some of them even in Lancaster, if the need wow. is there. And the rest do come from uh, owner abandons uh, found in a, a home that's been empty or just strays that nobody wants. Wow, okay. And what would you say the average time is that a pet spends at your facility? You know, I would love to say it's a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like all humans, uh, animals are the same and their personalities are all different. We've had one guy here for two years, and we don't know why. Wow. And some go within a week, you know. Okay, okay. And when somebody comes in to visit an animal, do you give them educational material that they can take home before they can make their decision? And that Absolutely. Way? Okay. So if somebody's we, never We know one. every one of our cats. We know their quirks. Uh, we know everything that we can tell people who are interested. Excellent. And do yeah. you have any training programs for dogs? Let's say somebody's adopting a, a young dog that's pretty rambunctious. Do you have resources available for them? You know, we do. We have those resources available. And we do have a Pomeranian group with us, Southern California Pomeranian Rescue. Uh, and they're very experienced in helping people with that. Oh, wonderful. Hey, I know that uh, you're at a veterinarian right now, and and you're probably going to have to pay the veterinarian for his services on the little kitty with a fever. How do you raise funds to cover this sort of emergency? You know, our main is uh, through adoption fees and through our little uh, alms jar, we call it. Uh, (laughs) we, We try for grants. We try for large donations. Not always very successful. So uh, we do count on the kindness of others, though. Is is there a website donation uh, location? There is at both.org sites. Um, And I'm not sure, I'm not really a computer-savvy woman, but I believe on Facebook, too, there's a way to donate to us. Okay, okay. And, And tell me again, what is the Facebook page name? Oh, I, I would say, isn't wouldn't it be Valley Caps, Inc.? Okay. Well, I'll have to take a look. But no matter what, we could probably figure it out. So it's it's either Petopia or Valley Cats, Inc., right. and, and somehow or another one, if you go each there. Each one has Facebook, so okay. I'm sorry I don't know that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Next time you come on the show, though, I'm going to quiz you heavily. Okay. <laughs> Ask me anything about a cat, and I know everything. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, let me ask you about a cat. A lot of times when people adopt a cat, they don't really recognize the fact that kitties need to live indoors, and they think, well, that's that's unfair to keep a cat indoors. What's your response to that? The response to that is there isn't a cat on earth that wouldn't love to be outdoors, but they basically uh, are too dumb to know what the dangers are. So we will teach people how to bring the outdoors in. Okay. So lots and of then, cat trees and play toys, things that they uh-huh, can hunt. The correct scratching kind of a thing, you know, because they do love trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, if we see the education is going into deaf ears, um, then we simply don't give them the animal. Okay, okay. Because anim- kitties, they're going to be killed on the streets by cars or coyotes or loose yeah. dogs. They're going to get into fights with other cats that are outside. They could come into contact with a whole range of horrible, contagious diseases. And outside exactly. is just not the place to be, not to mention they're little predators themselves, and, and they actually do quite a bit of harm to our natural ecosystem with with our local birds. So best thing to do is keep them inside where they're safe and happy and loved and have a nice little window perch where they could look outside and stretch out in the the sun that comes blazing through. You've read our literature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I just wanted to thank you so much, Debbie, for all that you're doing, and I, I wish you continued luck with Potopia and your kitty rescue, and I hope you'll visit us again sometime. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, we need to take our final break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County is having a yummy fundraiser from 11 to 11 today at Chili's Restaurant in Foothill Ranch, which is located at 26782 Portola Parkway. If you print out and bring a special flyer that you can get by going to gsroc.org, Chili's will donate 15% of your guest check to German Shepherd Rescue. And if you're familiar with the cases they take on, you know they really can use the money. So go enjoy a lovely meal with family and friends and help out a German Shepherd in need. For more information, visit www.gsroc.org. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. You can also like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash petplaceradio, all one word, no spaces, you know the drill. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.